Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Or if you're listening for the first time, welcome to Doing Business Differently, where I get down to the nitty gritty about all things related to successfully starting, launching, and growing your business online. My name is Kandaka, and I'm born and raised in Harlem, New York City. I'm a mom to six amazing and beautiful children. Four of them are school age. And for 20 plus years, I've been blessed to build a successful career working for some of the most prestigious architecture and design houses, nonprofit organizations that really work on some amazing causes, and a number of private multi-million dollar service-based brands. Now, I specialize in strategic planning, financial management, and people equity. Now, I think that's enough for now about me because this show is all about you, all about you as an existing or aspiring business owner. So let's get into today's content. So let's get into today's content, right? Um, after talking to, again, you know, all of my podcasts, all of my topics and ideas come straight from you ladies and gents out there, especially startup business owners, or oftentimes it's existing business owners who have been getting the runaround because they can't get clear answers to very basic questions. And so this is why having a strategic business plan, knowing what it is that you want to do is going to be important because then when you're having issues, you're bottlenecking, you can identify the area where you're struggling at and get the right kind of support. Um, so we're going to talk about the business planning sequence, right? And this sequence is going to be a little bit different than what you're going to experience from people who are specific in the type of support that they provide for you. So think about it this, this way. On the business planning side, this is where your strategies are coming from, right? This is the area of your business where you've decided that you want to work with this sort of client versus this one, or where you want to sell this type of product versus this one. Or let's say if you're like me, a mompreneur, maybe you're a caregiver, maybe you're a provider, maybe you're still working your nine to five because you want to make sure that you're able to leave that job because it is your bread and butter and how you provide for your family and maintain your lifestyle that your, this business is going to be able to support you on that venture, right? So this kind of like a, you know, you're doing things in tandem. The point I'm making is you have other obligations, right? And so you need to be more conscious of having a plan, a direction that you're headed in before you start executing. Just because we have money does not mean we want to waste our money. Just because, you know, we can stay up late does not mean we should. Everything that you're telling yourself is okay to do is not because it's wasteful. It's wasting your time. What does that do? Over the long term, it leads to bitterness and resentment. So we want to make smart choices going out the gate, especially since most of us are career professionals. We've been working at our jobs for 15, 20, 25 years. Some of us have advanced degrees, whether we completed them or not, right? So we are already ahead of the game. So let's focus on using those skills that we have to make better choices so that way we can be successful in business without having to make as many mistakes, right? And it's not to say that you're not going to make mistakes, but let's make them smartly, right? Let's let's make mistakes where we're saying, well, I, you know, I thought I wanted to sell this product, but my audience is saying they really want that. Those are the sorts of areas where we can pivot, where we're supposed to pivot. But if we are doing things outside of a basic sequence and order, because things follow order, 
you're going to get yourself into more trouble and then it's going to manifest itself on you. That leads to stress. That's going to lead to overwhelm. That's going to lead you to telling yourself that you can't do this, that it doesn't work for you. And then, you know, I've seen people become bitter behind that. You know, they can't figure out why someone else who they feel lacks less talent is more successful. Well, it's because they took what they had and they ran with it. You know, they didn't put the fact that they didn't have all those other things in front of them. They didn't allow that to limit them because they were hungry, right? So you got to be hungry. Now, it has to be a balanced hunger because, again, if you do too much, <laughs> you're going to get yourself into trouble. So I want to take a step back with you guys and talk about the business planning sequence. And this is something that I follow in you know, my corporate work when I work with my clients are it's really helping them to understand what you need to be focused on from the planning perspective, right? Because planning and execution is two different work processes, but they flow together. Planning helps you to create tasks at the end of the day right? You're going to go through these, these sequences, these steps that get smaller and smaller and smaller so you can manage and get things done from a daily basis without being overwhelmed. Now, when you execute, the execution is you taking those baby steps and doing them every single day so that they're leading up to you reaching these bigger goals. As you tackle these bigger and bigger, bigger goals, they are going to lead up right? To that big picture that you're trying to get to. Now, now let me get very specific, right? Because there's, there's terminology that as business owners that you don't seem to understand and that we have to understand what these terminologies mean. And depending on what sort of struggle you're going to have, if you keep this as your benchmark, these terms as your benchmark, if someone else is helping you with your marketing struggles, if you think about the benchmarks that you're meeting or the goals that you're trying to reach, the terms, they don't really change, right? Because it's about the function. It's about what you're trying to do, if that makes sense. And if it's not, hopefully this example will you know, do it for you. So I, because I'm a strategic planner, I work in corporate you know, in the areas of planning and finance management and human equity, right? And people equity. I'm old school in my terminologies, right? So I use vision. And for me, a vision is what is the big picture? What is the forest that I want to get to? What is that big 10-year goal that I'm not going to be able to do or reach tomorrow or today? Now, in my heart of hearts, I want to get there. Yes, I want to be there today. You know, I want to get there. But the reality is we are limited. We are limited by time. We are limited by energy and by our resources. So it's not going to happen. Nothing in this universe works by way of magic, right? It just doesn't, right? That's all an illusion. So we have to say, okay, what is the big picture? What is that 10-year vision that I want to reach out and I want to gain, right? And that vision is going to be important to you. Why? Because that is who you are and it's quantifiable and it's also, um, it's a feeling, right? It represents who you are deep inside those things that you think nobody else sees about you, right? At the core, that's who you are. And that's where your vision is aligning from, right? Your mission goal is going to be your five-year goal, right? That is the objective that you want to reach within five years. Now, that mission is a portion 
of your vision. It's that halfway benchmark, right? It's kind of like, well, you know, in 10 years you want to reach X, but before you can reach X, you need to tackle, you know, W. That's how a letter goes, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Y'all know the alphabets, get to it, right? <laughs> but now we got we to gotta break that down a little bit more, right? Because again, if it's a five-year goal, I'm not going to wake up again tomorrow and be at the five-year benchmark, right? So I'm going to break it down into something smaller, where when I think about it, I'm not feeling overwhelmed. I'm not stressed out. It doesn't, it doesn't give me anxiety, right? And I'm not feeling broke afterwards because I've done just enough. Well, that becomes a project. That's a project right? Your project is typically no more than your year goal. You know, it's the short-term goal, technically, right? This is the reason why in finance, we have fiscal years, right? Because, you know, I want to see where I'm at within a year's time, because that's just long enough for me to see some results or fruition from the activities that I'm doing on a daily basis. Now, those daily basis, now we're going to break the project down into smaller pieces. Those are your daily tasks, right? Those are the things that you're going to do every single day, right? That create the project. Does that make sense? So now you see where I'm crossing lines now. When you start doing those tasks every single day, you're able to create a project. When you complete multiple projects, you create, you complete a mission, when you create, when you complete multiple missions, you are able to actualize and materialize on the vision. It's really that simple. And we apply this principle in our everyday lives and we don't realize it because we don't think to apply what works for us in other areas to other aspects of our lives. And really that's what you know life is all about. It's taking what's made you successful and what you're good at in your strengths, breaking it down into pieces where you can then apply it into other areas. Now, I don't know about you guys, but some of you guys love architecture and design like I do, right? I love interior design. I love fashion because why? I like pretty things. I like to look good. I like to feel good. And I'm not doing it for anyone else. I'm just doing it because that's what I like, right? I'm not, I don't care. You know, I don't care if you like my style. It's not for you to like. It's for me. As long as I step out, I'm confident. I'm feeling good. Because when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. Right? So think about it this way. And I wrote this out because I was just like, okay. Right? So we talked about in the beginning how your plan, right? Your business planning is you taking the big picture idea and breaking it down into pieces that you can execute every single day. And as you are moving from those steps of execution, the bigger plan comes to materialize, right? So there's work involved. So it's kind of like you are um, reverse engineering and then moving forward. It's like putting the car in reverse and then shifting gears to go into drive. Think about it that way. So planning and execution has to go hand in hand. Most business owners or experts out there will help you with the execution and they, are, they could be assuming that you have a plan, but as startup business owners or new business owners, that is the reason why you are struggling is because you don't have a plan. So I'm going to help you create your plan, right? First thing you want to do is you got to think about what your mission is, right? Now let's think about this. Well, l l let's go back. Take a step back. My bad. You got you to gotta see the vision, right? So as an, architecture, as an architectural and design person, 
my goal is to have a beautiful home, right? Why? Well, because for me, a beautiful home, it reflects who I am. It reflects the comfort that I want my family and my friends to experience and to enjoy, right? When I invite them over for dinner and things like that, I want them to relax and chill out. I don't want them to be afraid of dropping things on the floor. You know, I want my things to be durable and quality that last, you know, and everything like that. But at the same time, I want it to be pleasing to me my friends and my family. So my vision is to have a beautiful home. That's not going to happen at one time. Anybody that has ever decorated, you know, any size unit, whether you have a studio, a one bedroom, a two bedroom, whether it's a house, whether it's an apartment, whether it's one floor, two floors, that is not a project that you do overnight. Now, if your finances allow you to hire a decorator, now you just put that burden on them, but there's still work involved. So you're not escaping, right? The process, you're just shifting who's responsible for making it happen, right? So the the vision is to have a beautiful home for those reasons stated. So this second part of your plan you have to address is, okay, well, how am I going to get that done? That's the mission. Now you've taken that vision and you're breaking it down into bite-sized steps, which is the mission. Now we talked about how the vision is 10 years, however long it takes you to build out your own home, and that's your business, right? But we're going to keep it in the context that that's the big picture. The mission is now the smaller step that you're going to be able to reach and it's going to get you one step closer to actualizing the vision. Multiple missions equals one vision completed, right? So in order to get this mission done of having a beautiful home again, we're going to focus on one room at a time. If you focus on the living room, the bedroom, the dining room, you get confused, you get overwhelmed, you get stressed out. When you're going into the store, you're picking up things. They don't make sense. Now you got knickknacks that you can't use, but you tell yourself you're going to use, and now you're looking to give it away, repurpose it. We want to move smart. We want to do things differently. We don't want to just consume because we consume. My grandmother used to say this all the time. You measure twice, so you cut once, and that's what planning is important. So now you have this mission. We're going to start in the kitchen. Right. Because for me, the kitchen is a hub or well, the kitchen in the living room. Right. But I'm going to start in the kitchen for this example. Right. And there's tons of things to do in the kitchen. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to get overwhelmed because why I can I can focus on the color scheme, the general color scheme. I can focus on storage and organization because that's right up my alley. Right. I can focus on the paint and what color schemes. But you, you know, what? no, that's too much. I got to go on what's important to me. Right. Well, you know, what? we're going to break this down into projects. Each one of those things that need to get done in the kitchen is a project. We're biting down. We're making this process smaller, smaller, smaller. We're making the planning process smaller, right? So you have the vision, a beautiful home. The mission is complete the kitchen. In order to complete the kitchen, I need to tackle this project by project, right? So let's say, okay, I, I, I got, what, what's the project? What's one project I can start on? and be done with. Well, let's say I want a beverage area, like an area where I want to dispense beverages, right? Most of us, I, I think I posted a picture, if you saw it on my social media today, I posted a picture of my morning routine and my morning routine requires me to take care of my skin because I'm in the 40 plus club. That's right. I'm a mom of six. So my skincare is important. Um, and I love the Fenty products. And because of the aromas and the smells and the scents that she put in, it gives me peace of mind, right? Along with my prayers, I'm able to get my day started. But along with that, I also need to pick me up for those same reasons, right? So I'm either tea, coffee, 
or some sort of beverage like Red Bull. Red Bull is pretty much my, my go-to. So if anybody wants to sponsor me out there, Red Bull, you know, Starbucks, y'all want to send your girl Fenty, you want to send your, your sister some stuff. Yeah, I'm out here. Hello at KindecaGreen.com is where you can reach out to me, right? But getting back on track, right? So the project that I want to tackle is I want to make a coffee bar, let's say. And I'm going to stick with coffee because, you know, coffee. I'd rather go with coffee. I know for the short-term goal, I, I can do coffee. And if I really want to be, like, forward thinking about this, I can switch up a coffee bar to become a tea bar or I can add some Red Bulls. I can, matter of fact, I'm just going to call it a beverage bar. Why limit myself to coffee bar since I know I like all the things? But let's say for you, it works best where you're a coffee drinker and that's what you do. You're going to start off with your coffee bar. Okay, so now we have the project. There are a bunch of pieces that are going to make up completing that project. You're not going to go out there and find the coffee bar of your dreams unless you hire a designer, right? So you got to break those things up into what? Into tasks, right? You have these tasks, those little things that when you bring them together, they form your coffee bar right? What do you need in a coffee bar? Well, you need mugs. You need some sort of dispenser of either the coffee or the water, right? Whether you use something like a Keurig machine or something else, like maybe you like, um, you know, uh, you know, Italian coffee, or maybe you want the French coffee or you like espresso, right? Whatever sort of machine that fits within your budget, that gets you where you need to be, these are things that you're going to want to price out. You're going to want to see if it's the right color. You're going to put research and energy every single day until you get it. That becomes your task. Same thing with your mugs. Maybe you like the wider brim mugs that you can use again as soup mugs, right? Maybe you want something more smaller and more, you know, fancy coffee-like as, as the public like to say, you know, and then you want to think about how you're going to display these things. You know, do you have the space to put up a coffee rack? Maybe you're using the counter space. Like me, I have a small section of my kitchen where I only use that for all my coffee, tea, again, my beverage stuff. Right? I have a theme going on. I'm not fully completed with it because hmm, I have some pieces I want to get. You know, I want some little higher end pieces and I'm waiting for the Black Friday. Well, the end of year sales, because, you know, Black Friday sales be kind of like a little bit of a scam in the general public. But we're not going to talk about that today. Right. I want to make sure the aesthetic is what I want it to be because I'm going to start there because that's where I'm building my kitchen around my theme, my aesthetic, my design. Now, let's see how this flows into the execution. Right. So you've moved from the vision of having a beautiful home, the mission. You've picked one room to work on, which in this case is the kitchen. You've decided that you're going to tackle one project. And one project right now is your beverage bar or your coffee bar or your beverage nook, whatever you want to call it. And you've made a decision that these are the little things, the little tasks that you need to accomplish to bring that to life. Now, let's act like you have a half a circle now. You have a half a circle. Now, as you execute, you are bringing the circle to a close. As you pick out your mugs and dispensers and displays and aesthetic, the task completes itself. Now you've just completed the project of creating the coffee bar. When you add on additional projects like, okay, I'm ready for, to get my real pots and pans now, right? Like maybe you had, you know, some just pots and pans you picked up at the local discount store, but now you want that higher end coffee collection. That's a project, right? I mean, a cookware collection, and it has a ton of accessories. And then you want to build out your plate section and your dinnerware, right? Those things now become additional projects. When you complete every single project in the kitchen, you have just completed the mission of 
one room at a time, completing the kitchen. Once you've gotten your kitchen where you want it to go, right, you have completed one step of the vision, one step of creating a beautiful home. Now you start the process all over again. You've closed out that small circle now because you have another portion of the vision to complete. Okay, now we can go to the living room. Or maybe you have a dining area that's attached to your kitchen, right? Like, so I live in the city. And so although I have a really nice size apartment, um, I have, I've, I'm a fan of privacy, but having public open spaces. So my kitchen is separate from my dining area, but my dining area is huge and it's offset from my living room area, right? But you can see it. So now I'm going to tackle my living room right? Or my dining room area. But in my mind, I know they have to be cohesive. So I can choose to tackle those two together. Or maybe I want to tackle my bedroom. I want to finish out designing that. Or maybe I want to do one of the bedrooms that I have, you know, one of my, one of my other bedrooms. Maybe I want to work on the bathroom, right? So I got to figure out what's my next mission and then create the projects and then fulfill the task. That is what business planning is all about. That's what it's all about. You're executing too fast and then getting frustrated because as you're putting the pieces together, you're not creating the movement that you expected. Case example, if I decided to, and we all do this, um, you know, this is not, you know, we, we've all been someplace. Let's say you decided, well, when you're in Marshalls or Ross or Home Goods or Target, you know, maybe you're in Macy's or Bloomingdale's and you're just, oh, this is cute. Oh, this is pretty. Oh, this is nice. And you're grabbing things. But when you get home, you're like, mm, this doesn't work. Yeah, well, because you started just grabbing things. You started the task and you had no idea of the project. You had no idea of the mission. You just said, I'm going to work on all the things at once. Now you've just been busy and not productive. And because you did busy work, you're frustrated because we all know how it is when we go into these stores like Target, like Marshalls, we end up spending more than what we originally planned. Mistake, mistake, mistake on top of mistake, mistake, mistake. And these are mistakes that we can avoid. These are mistakes that if we make right decisions, when we have exhibit some self-control because we have a plan that we're following, we can now find more time, more money, more resources, and we are happier, right? And we have avoided some unnecessary problems right? Because we don't know what the future holds for us, right? We don't know if tomorrow, you know, our car is going to break down. So now that money that you spent in Target, that extra $600, now you got to go put that into, you know, the, the meme where it says you put six for changing the wheel or whatever it was, right? Now that $600 that you just spent in Marshalls or Target is now $600 you got to put into your car. You just made a smart choice. You got to keep this stuff in mind. As business owners, remember everything you do is going to fall on you. You cannot just say, well, I'm the employee and that's not my job. Oh, sweetheart, yes, it is. It is your job. It is your job. Even when you're at the job, it is your job. Because when you joined the job, I'm sure they told you what the corporate mission was. Once you signed on to being a part of the corporate mission, you then get to say, however, okay, this is where I'm drawing the line. This is my boundaries, right? And then either asking for additional compensation, but that's another, again, another topic. The point of what I'm trying to make is as business owners, you are 100% responsible for your success, just the same way you're going to be 100% responsible for the things that you don't get done. So I think that's all the time. I think that's a great place to stop. If you haven't checked me out on my Instagram page, please go there because I drop some jewels sometimes that tie into the podcast that I have going on. 
Um, if you haven't followed me on my Facebook, the same deal. Try to join the Facebook group. I am going live on there. I started last week, had some little technical difficulties. Now, here's what I do want to say. If you feel you need more support, right, with getting your things in order, with getting your time management, if you need help with planning out your business, getting clarity on your strategy, on your goals, and getting things done, then you might want to work with me. You might want to click the link. I don't know if it's in this bio, go to Instagram, go to Facebook. If you really want the help, you will go out there and get it. You will find it. Click the link and get on a call with me because I am running a weekend promo where instead of booking to work with me for $2,000 for a four-week program, I am cutting that cost by 75%. I want to help you guys get to where you need to go so that you can be productive, right? And move on to being able to then have a successful marketing strategy, right? And think about it like this. Remember, this is another tip I'm going to leave you with. Not every expert is going to be the right expert. Stop looking for a marketing expert to help you with your business planning. Stop looking for a sales expert to help you with your business planning, Right. Although I understand marketing and sales, I am not the woman for that job. That's not what I do. Yes, I can. I know what I need to do in my business, but to teach you, I'm going to do what works for me. And some of that stuff that's out there is not going to work for me. Right. Pick the right person based on what you feel in your heart of hearts and your mind doing your due diligence tells you that they can really help you with. But you first have to know what that is. It's no one else's fault. It's yours. So we're going to start with working ourselves accountable. And that, and that is, to be honest, what makes me different from everyone else. Hold yourself accountable and listen to my podcast. Follow me on my social media. Talk to you, ladies and gents, later. Have a good day. Bye.